0: All right, we're back here on Couch Coach Live. Once again, we are back. It's, it's been a while, you know, so we're back here. At it. We have a special guest in the building, our guy, Bars. What's going on, Bars?
1: Hey, Coach, how you doing? Thank you for having me, fellas. Uh, it's been a while since I've been on the pod, and there's no better pod I'd rather be on than Couch Coach Live, you know? So right. I'm excited to be here, man.
0: Appreciate it, appreciate it. what's going on, Maui?
2: Oh, man, maintaining, you know, got my – Wheel starting to roll, trying to make some moves to be like you, superstar. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, my inspiration. You know, our anniversary is <laughs> yesterday.
0: Oh, yeah. We, uh, when we yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Congrats. <laughs> yeah. Right,
1: right, right, right.
2: Um, good to see you, two bars, man. Good to see you. Good, good to see, see you again,
1: yeah.
0: yeah, so we got a great show lined up for you tonight. Obviously, today is the start of the NFL League New Year. So we'll get into the free agency frenzy that is, you know, obviously we know bars is going to, you know, he, he got his thing, him being a giants fan. So we'll get his takes on uh, Darren Waller um, going there. Got some other takes um, the Carolina Panthers on the clock. Then also we'll get into some college basketball. We give our final four picks. Our thoughts on Jim Boeheim retiring. And in the wake of, of learning the information about Vince Young, Spending five thousand dollars a month in, at the Cheesecake Factory. I want to know your guys' thoughts on uh, what uh, what restaurant would you spend your five K a month on? So we got a great show lined up for you tonight. What we're gonna do? We're gonna keep that intro, and we will be right back. We're back here on Couch Coach Live, and once again, happy new league year, fellas. Same to you. Yeah, (laughs) ditto. So, yeah. So, we're back at it here. So, before we kind of get into, like, what we kind of talked about, um, what we were going to talk about as far as headlines for the day and whatever, get you kind of a little bit caught up on some news. There's been some two two running back, um, you know, acquisitions so far. Uh, Mal Sanders heading to Carolina. And um, was it James? Who was it? Uh, oh, who was it? Um, what's it? Uh, Jamal Williams now is playing with the New Orleans Saints. So some, so, some fluid information. And I would say I, when I grow up, I want to be like like Ian Rappaport and all those insiders where I'm in the middle of a live broadcast and my phone rings and I have to like kind of get out the way. So that's that's one of my goals in life, potentially. <laughs> Me um, too.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> ah, shoot, but um. So we're back here at it. So the first thing I want to talk about, and this, and it's funny how the league, new year, and all this stuff is happening. It's almost like this trade that happened Friday with the Carolina Panthers and the Chicago Bears I feel like ancient history. But we got to definitely discuss it that the Panthers are on the clock. Um. So. Fella, so obviously in this trade where the Chicago Bears um, had the number one overall pick in the 2023 draft, they traded away to the Carolina Panthers in exchange for – so pretty much the Bears got the ninth overall pick, the 61st pick in this year's draft, the Carolina Panthers 2024 first-round draft pick, and D.J. Moore. So, Bars, I'm going to get your thoughts first on uh, this haul for the Carolina Panthers I mean, for getting that Carolina, but for the Chicago Bears, and who would you select? You know, with this number one, number one pick, for you the Carolina Panthers. So, when I first heard of this trade,
1: I honestly was a little underwhelmed for the Bears because I'm not sure what it was. I think it was the two second round picks, one of them being in 2025. You know, it's like God knows what that's really worth. But then after some time passed and I was able to digest it, I realized, you know what? They really did great here because uh, mm-hmm. you had the rumors going on where it was saying, are we training the number one pick? Are we training Justin Fields? I wasn't believing any of that. To me, that was just a way to hyphen up the value of that pick. And they got away with it because not only do you get the number nine pick, which you can do whatever you want with that. You get an offensive lineman. You get another edge rusher uh, to come at right. Treyman Edmonds, who just got signed. Uh, elite linebacker. He's 25, not even going to turn 30 by the end of this uh, deal. I'm kind of upset the Giants didn't get him, but that's all right. Uh, you're getting the second round pick this year with – which is basically a first round pick. It's still in the top 10 of the second round, and all GMs in the NFL look at that as almost a first round pick. You just don't get the fifth year option with it. And then you get the first round pick next year, which is almost guaranteed a top 10 pick because if they, when they go quarterback, they still got a lot of holes in that Panthers uh, depth chart. Yes, they just signed a running back with Miles Sanders, but then it's really who are we throwing to? Uh, Terrace Marshall Jr., he has some potential, but I don't think he's really going to blow up to become anything due to the uh, young quarterback was going to get drafted. you got a question, is Andy Dalton going to be starting a couple games maybe just so they don't have a uh, Sam Darnold, Zach Wilson uh, situation going on there? But you really love it for the Bears because even with that second pick in 2025, you just it's the draft. You know, Picks are gold. It's fool's gold realistically because they mean nothing until you draft the player. But other than that man, it's you can't be mad with it. They got their quarterback, they got him a number one weapon in DJ Moore who is one of the more underrated yeah. wide receivers in my opinion because he was stuck in the hellhole that is uh the yeah. Carolina Panthers. You you could just build a whole team, man. They Ryan Poles did one of the best jobs of the offseason. He is running away with the offseason. If he doesn't win executive of the year, I'll be shocked. Now, who the Panthers go with this pick? Man, I don't know because you would think it's Bryce Young. You would think it's CJ Stroud. They just signed Andy Dalton. Like I said, something tells me they're going to go crazy, man. They're going to go for the potential pick. I think Richardson might be the pick, man. Call me crazy. It's Carolina. They're looking for a big long-term solution. And, hey – if they mess up the pick, like I said, it's Carolina. I wouldn't be right. really shocked. So why not just go balls to the wall? You gave up your future for this pick. Might as well go for the guy with the highest ceiling.
0: Right. Combat study. Okay. Right. Val, <laughs> your, your um your thoughts on um this trade, and then who you think the Panthers should get at number one? I mean,
2: I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't I don't really know what the Panthers gonna get, but I really want to talk about Fields. If I pay attention to what the league, like the Lions. Um, the, the Eagles, Miami. It seemed like even the 49ers, You know what I mean? It seemed like, like we got the we we got this young quarterback. We, we invested in him. Let's really invest in him. Let's give Fields a chance. He has the potential. So let's put the things around him. Let's try to win this. I mean, he's the prototype of almost what majority. I think the prototype quarterback right now is Patrick Mahomes. You know what I mean? Scrambling quarterback that can pass. That's franchise, you know what I'm saying? Like and I think the 49ers had a quarterback that was like that that got hurt, but they still got purdy. I think the Eagles got a system um with their quarterback. So I feel when I seen that, I said, okay, even the Lions, because we was a little excited at the beginning of the season. So I feel like the Bears was like, let's give Fields a chance that's put some pieces around them because if there ever was a chance for you to try to win that division, it's now because we really don't know what's going on with those packs and the Vikings. I think kind of underachieved. I think they stay. Oh, they was in the same position they was this season, but we had them maybe going having a chance to go ahead more and i felt like they kind of underachieved in my opinion you know what i mean or they at the same level they're not moving forward i think they're most likely moving backwards so that's my field i feel like as right now hey fields we're gonna give you this chance it's up to you to do what you do if you don't do it we have some scenarios where we can uh make a change what you said what pick is it in 2025
0: it's just their first round, right? No. Oh, it's, it's, second pick. round, yeah, second round, yeah, 2025. You know
2: what I'm saying? So it's it's yeah. they, they can still build for their future and, and move on from fields if they wanted to. You know what I mean? And I, I like that. I like when you had a first-round pick, you say, hey, we got a quarterback, we got this, let me get rid of this, get some draft picks. That's how you know they're really trying to figure out a way to move forward and stop just getting quarterback after quarterback or this or that because they're saying, you know, that's what – the big dogs are saying you're supposed to get now nah, let's just use this and get some pieces that we really, really need. You know what I mean? So that's my take on it. I, I don't know what the Carolina Panthers is going to do. Um, I mean, they talking about getting Dalton and it's, it's not even no, no disrespect. I don't have to be there, but it's like, it's almost like a waste of time. Like you're already been giving up everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, what are what are you really doing? Like, you know, so I don't I don't know who they're going to get. I guess it's up to you, coach. Tell me because <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. So, so I I think essentially I think uh, from the bear perspective, a uh, great pick because obviously um, not great pick as far as great um, trade in this case. Trade, yeah. Get the move down eight spots, and I think that's a great opportunity to get the guy that they really want without essentially, you know, not settling for that for the situation, but they know they can get compensation for that. And then also coupled with a DJ Moore. And I think that's a great yeah. uh move for him. And now you just yeah. look at now kind of that wide receiver room now you look at him. Then you also on the other side you got Chase Claypool who Jaypool, now
2: yeah.
0: I think now he is, you know, these guys, you know, they wanted to and then he got um uh Mooney as their slot. So I think they got some great great opportunities um, you know, to do some things there. You know, he got some weapons. And like you said, Mal your point where if they do if this goes bad, you got two num- two first round picks next year. You can package that. And maybe, you know, Caleb right. Williams might can fall into your lap right. you know in 2024 if somebody's desperate. Right. You know. So you you or, know you have the mm-hmm.
2: Lamar Jackson.
0: Well, so something's gonna to have to happen now if, if they want to do <laughs> that too. Yeah, if he is if he around next year, you know, saying for that, right? But yeah, and I think where they, you know they at least they're giving him, I think, essentially a year. And right. I think next year, hey, it could be a possibility that uh they could package those picks and go somewhere else with it. Right. But um, I, I like the move by the Panthers as well. I think this was one of those where even at nine. They want to get any of these top four quarterbacks, these top four quarterbacks are going to be gone, so they right. had to make that move. So, and obviously, and you know, with this, and it's, it's interesting though, I do like the fact that he did bring in Andy Dalton. I think he's going to be like the bridge, the gap, guy, like you say, uh, bars where <laughs> you may see him in a sense maybe start maybe the first couple of weeks, maybe or so, or what have you. So, I, I like that, but. I think the quarterback that they're going to get with the Carolina Panthers is going to be um, uh, Bryce Young. I think mm. to me, you have to get Bryce Young. I know people look at his height. Oh, you know he's five nine, five ten. You know they're gonna, they're gonna say what he want to say, but I think you you bring in a guy like uh, Bryce Young, obviously you know a winner, Alabama, a, a former Hasman Trophy winner. Um, he'll put busting seats, like you said, and even right. to your point, bars where Anthony Richie can put buttons, busting seats as well. But um, yeah, I, I definitely think it's gonna be Bryce Young.
2: What's the the Panthers' wide receiver core? Who is he throwing to if they get Bryce Young or, or um,
0: it's no one good,
2: nonexistent. <laughs> oh, it was
0: too. DJ Moore, but I, right. and, But I think that's why they, I bring it up. They can, and I think that position they can get some stuff in the draft. And then they could also get um, some free agency, you know, because, you know, like you said, now it's really going to be dynamic, especially now you're bringing, like, a Miles Sanders in the the fray. So I think he definitely helped in that as well. And then, you know, they Mm -hmm. got a pretty good defense, so – they, you know,
1: they just um, signed, uh, Hayden Hurst, I think. Earlier. Oh,
0: yeah, that's right. Um, that
1: target for uh, this, yeah, uh, I forgot but about Yeah, is, he had one good year, but it was Joe Burrow, you know. So, that's my question is it Joe Burrow <laughs> yeah, or is it Hayden Hurst is finally living up to that?
0: Expectancy? I know right. because he wasn't done in Cleveland,
1: yeah, yeah. No, I thought but he was gonna blow up in Cleveland, I thought so too, <laughs> but
0: but we gotta remember because we allowed to say this, but. His quarterback is now my current quarterback, Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> so you, you, you we kind of like gotta, gotta gotta get this guy a disclaimer. Like he, I mean, it was it was going through some stuff in the, in Cleveland. So, but I, you know, I don't, but that's the thing where I forgot about Hayden Hurst. I see, and that's to, to show you just how much this this you know this league new year so much like activity. You almost you forget about it. And that was a pretty good. That was a sneaky good move by the Carolina Panthers, but right. No. Yeah. So, uh, but def-
2: I was really happy with this Bear, the Bears move, though. Cause, like, I looked at the day of division, Vikings 13, I mean, 13 and four, Lions nine and eight, Packs, the Packers was eight and nine, and the Bears was 3- three and 14. And I'm like, are oh, they? Need- I-, I always felt like they, when I watched them play, that it's just like they just needed a few weapons, just a few little things to put there and in- so they could build together. And they can easily win the division or at least be second. You know what I mean?
0: I mean they get there because now I definitely like had a short loss. They, they lost Jamal Williams. I hated that. because mm. He fits that that Dan Campbell like mm. fight kneecaps like type mentality. And mm. that's gonna be a that's gonna be a tough loss for them. But they end up getting Montgomery. So I, that's I don't know, doesn't soften the blow, but they they lost Montgomery. Oh that's right. McGo- no, they no, no, they got uh Khalil Herbert. Oh, that's backup. right. That's right. No, I'm talking about Detroit. I'm talking about Detroit. Oh, Detroit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Detroit got him. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. yeah I was gonna right. say like, hold on, hold on. Yeah, hey. <laughs> yeah Detroit got him. Yeah. That's what I said as far as softening the blow from them losing Jamal Williams, but yeah. So, and once again, the the saga goes on. Oh God, uh, with, uh with, with our boy Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, he had to make his grandiose, um, you know, as far as, his, you know, talking on uh, Pat McAfee's show earlier today. So he pretty much just talked about, like, the whole Dark Summit thing, all that, about him potentially retiring and whatever. But he did say, and I quote, that he intends to play for the New York Jets. Um, And then, obviously, um, he, this is his, his way of kind of – telling his story about the rumors about him essentially um, as far as having a wish list and didn't even mention about Adam Shepter texting him and he pretty much told him, Hey, lose my number. So bars, your thoughts on this Aaron Rodgers to the jets um, stealing your thunder in the, in the, in the, uh, in the New York, New Jersey area. So what you got?
1: So, I mean, it's, you know, as a giants fan, um, I'm whatever about it, because it's the Jets, so, you know, I just, part of me feels like they're going to find a way to screw it up, not only that, (laughs) but, you know, Rogers got a little Kyrie in him, and as a Nets fan, I just, uh, I'm getting the same vibes in this area, but... Uh, you know, shout out to all my Jets fans. They're happy. Uh, <laughs> it's, a great, it's a great move. Like, there was no other move here, uh, realistically. It was, you could go for Lamar, but you put all your chips in for Aaron Rodgers. So, for you to finally get a little confirmation. It, I'm still a little skeptical until Pen is on paper and you see him in Jets green. But, it, I mean, they had no other choice at this point. And he makes you a infinitely great team. Automatically in the playoffs. I think the uh, expectation is to at least at a minimum win one game, if not make it to the conference finals, but they're in the AFC, man. So not only are they in the AFC, they're in one of the toughest divisions in the AFC with the Buffalo Bills, uh, Josh Allen, who are also been making moves uh, sneakily. And aside from that, you also got Miami, who it's almost like they knew Rodgers was coming because they said, okay, how can we uh, contradict this? We're going to throw, Jalen Ramsey on the opposite side of Xavier Howard. So it's, you know, they're guaranteed to be a third best in the division. I'm probably going to put them somewhere in the one, two, because I don't trust his help. But uh, it was the move <laughs> they had to make. It's just you got to right. hope it all works out, all the drama aside. Uh, and hopefully he uh, takes in these young players because, yeah, he has his wish list and he's bringing all his guys in because he clearly doesn't want uh, – to take time for it to mesh, but he's, that just proves he's not Brady, and Jets fans to ex, uh, temper their expectations, because Brady spent the time, he had guys come over his house, he was on high school fields, throwing to Mike Evans and Chris Goblin and whoever else for hours of a day in the uh, days of April. Rogers, something tells me he's not going to come to camp during uh, volunteer OTAs, you know, so let's see what happens, let's see if this brings a little fire to him, let's see if he even shows up to New York.
2: This Stuff. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Chris. Right,
1: good,
2: good, good. There you go. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's, this sounds. I've we've. This smells like I've seen this or smelt this before. Don't this remind you of Brett Favre a little bit from back in the day mm-hmm. when they wanted to start Rogers and Brett was like, I still want to play. And and what team did he play for? Did he play for the Vikings? Did he go to the Vikings?
0: With the
2: Jets first. And then we'll really? It. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? It's so weird how these organizations keep doing the same thing over and over. Why are you doing that? You got, you said, what was it last year? They drafted all this great talent, but you want to bring nonchalant Aaron Rodgers, not even a guy, not saying he's a bad guy. He seemed like he's really cool. But From what I went through today, all of them said he's not one of those guys that have a relationship with the younger guys. It ain't like he necessarily trying. to. um, And I don't know. This is just what they were saying. It seems like he doesn't have a good relationship with the media, except for like a couple of people. I learned that today, too. But he don't. They was like, he's not really the type that's going to sit there with the young guys and try to teach them and bring them on and show them. He's just not that type of of player you know what i mean so why why would you want to get him and make it a circus you are ready the jets you know what i mean i just think they should go mid young or or just younger and just build a team up from there well i don't even know and he I, to my point i think he should retire like what else does he really have to prove like he doesn't need the money he's just doing it because it's like phil jackson when he went to the knicks he really didn't want to do it but they threw him a lot of money you know what i'm saying and gave him a lot of power and it's like, I can't turn this down. If they're going to give me everything I want, then it is what it is. You know what I mean? I just hope that the league don't necessarily turn on him like they did Brett. Because I remember that game against the Saints when Brett was playing for the Vikings. And that was horrible. You know what I mean? That's just my take on it. I just feel like I really think he's going to retire. But like today, they were saying he's extremely close um, to signing with the Jets. It's just some like money or some type of thing that's going on with the Packers.
0: Yeah, yeah, it does feel like deja vu. It feel like two thousand eight all over again, right? Um, I'm I'm at a point where I, I can understand where the Jets are coming from because obviously, mm-hmm. you think about it, they are quarterback play away. I mean, a a decent quarterback um performance away from actually being in the playoffs. You know, obviously, right. you look at this year. So obviously, I understand where they come from and get to get like a guy like Aaron Rodgers. Um, now if this is gonna work, I mean, it I don't know, but I think I would you would take that chance c- compared with a Zach Wilson, which we already know you keep the tires on him twice, it's just not gonna work, you know. So, you look at this from that standpoint, yes, I get why they wanted to get Aaron Rodgers. The thing about it is, I'm just really curious as far as what the conversation will be. That's where I'm really curious as far as. What assets that that right. that um that that the Jets will have to give up. Now, if it's like you said, you know, if it's draft picks, I'm a little leery about it. Maybe this year draft pick, I'm cool with that. But anything beyond 2024, I don't want no parts of it because I, I think this could be like a one and done type of year where I think I don't necessarily think he's gonna be their long-term solution. You know, I, I think he's gonna probably be one or two years, maybe one at best. But um, but I definitely think this this was a monumental moment in in television as well. Uh, happening today, because I think it's just one of those where this is a turning point where now these athletes are now going to tell their stories and tell their narratives on shows like this, and pretty much saying "f f the Adam Schefter's, f the insights right. and all that." That was a big F you to all them because right. and like and it's and it's it's funny and I think he did this because you think about it the situation with Tom Brady last year because, essentially, Adam Sheldon broke debt and, like, look, dude, like, why are you breaking something my own story? Mm-hmm. Right. So, I, and I think, you know, people are growing frustrated by that. It's almost like you reporting stuff and it's just like, you know, so, I get what and, and even when Aaron Rodgers was talking about the situation, I kind of understood, like, where he was coming from, you know, being there for 18 years. And he, he I mean, he went on and, and talked a great deal about um, everything that happened um in Green Bay thanked a lot of people. So I right. think that was just like his farewell song, and he did it his his way. So I think that's the right. beauty thing about what happened today, where even though it was long and drawn out, even though the part of him going to the Jets was pretty quick for the for the most part, but right. I definitely think that he um, you know, this you know, he told his story and he did it his way. So I, I like what the Jets are doing. Like you said, that's another one. I've been high the Jets for a minute. Obviously, Joe Douglas from my backyard here in Virginia. Right, and, right. And, and McKay and all the, all those guys. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, you know. And, you know, so this is going to be fun. And, and shout out to our guy Joe Douglas for, for pulling off a, a deal like this.
2: Do you think that, it's, that the situation is trying to be parallel to what Tom Brady did? Because I, I, I could tell the difference. If, um, you know what I mean, like it seemed like when Tom Brady went to the Bucks, everybody wanted to play with him. That was like a vet, you know what I mean. It seemed like everybody was willing to go down there and get like a play with them for the minimum, you know what I mean. Do you feel like it will be the same way?
0: To an extent, but it's kind of one of those things. Like, even like, in and I'm, I'm glad he did dispel about the whole thing about the, the which is like, I like because a lot of those guys you can't fit, especially with that with that wide receiver quarter that they got. You can't, right. bring, you know. Obviously, they got Lazard, mm. but you can't bring Odell. You already got like, you know, you got there's tons no of right. And that's and that's mm. the thing where, but I think there will be a time if you know some guys will um could come. It could be that, especially in the event if there's some injuries or some um on that depth because they they are already kind of deep in a lot of positions like mm. running back wise, wide receiver wise. Because we are thinking what's uh, what was the kid from Ole Miss?
1: Uh, like,
0: um, I'm thinking he's probably gonna head to Green Bay. I don't think he, I don't know. I, nah, that's I why think, I'm like, nah, i think he's gonna stay. That's right, I think he's gonna, right. he he gonna stay. I just thought about that. Corey Davis it, it, is yeah. getting
1: cut. I think, to be honest, I, I think it might be too much. I don't think they signed Odell, but I think a guy who has just a Rodgers receiver written all over him to me. Adam Thielen, I think, might end Ooh. up on the Jets. Mm. I, I, I could see him as the type of guy that Rodgers is just like. Look, you know what you're doing. You run the route. You got the hands. Yeah. get in there. So,
0: I yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah, he would be. He'd be perfect in that offense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, man, Ooh. I don't know. It's it's
1: uh, the only thing that scares me with the Rodgers thing. Like you said, he didn't go too deep into this Jets thing, coach. What scares me though is. He said, I intend to join the Jets. That word intend to me
0: sticks out just much, you know? Because you can intend to do something and then it does not happen.
1: Exactly. That's
0: the scary thing. Like, I can intend to go down the street and grab me some dinner, but I might fall asleep. Mm. Or I might be like, you know what? I'm really not that hungry. I'll just wait tomorrow.
1: See, man, that's that's the only thing. So that's why I'm thinking Irew Maui. He's not to me. It's not going to be the same as the Bucs, because also the Bucs, they had a young team, but their team wasn't as young as this Jets team is their team. Right. vets in there. It was a little more built ready for just a Tom Brady to come in and take even.
2: The coaching staff, like when I looked yeah. at their coaching staff and everything when the Bucks, it was like players that's probably like what ten, maybe seven years out. The you know what I'm saying, like yeah. just like you, it was people that in the I'm like, damn, they play. He played with them, like you know what I'm saying. Like oh, yeah. it was like big homie and little homie, like you know what I'm saying. Like <laughs> I was just like they are having, they probably having a good time that year when they won the Super Bowl because I was just like, and I just don't feel. I just feel this is different and there's all right do okay this is what i'm saying do you feel like it's just a publicity stunt or he just trying to get the packers to do something or he just just playing with the with the program trying to trend you know everything is social media like just to, just to keep it going because another thing i don't think he's like gonna go to camp or anything like that tom brady went to camp and shit, didn't he yeah tom brady was into that type of stuff
0: and he missed what the what nine or eleven days I forgot last year.
1: Yeah, he didn't show up for a while. He missed almost like the whole first month. I think it was. Yeah, yeah very Brett farvis <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he missed. Yeah, he missed it.
0: They, you know, obviously it was. They, they it's deemed it was personal. that might have been right. Right. You know, hit, 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 allegedly personal. Right. He was gone for nine days.
2: And they already said he's not doing it this year. Wherever he go, he's not. They already said that.
0: Oh no no no! That we talk about Tom Brady. Not All I'm
2: right, thinking, right. I know, I know. I, I, I think I they mean, already said Rogers ain't
0: Rogers has missed training camp before.
2: But I know they said his mentality is he's not he's not really trying to do
0: he, he don't do OTAs
1: mm-hmm. for sure.
0: Like OTAs which are voluntary but mandatory. I, I, it's like the Tom Coughlin thing. Like if you are this early You're voluntary, yeah, you're right, voluntary. <laughs> like you're volunteered to come. But you know, they force you they don't for they try to force you in it, but yeah, and I I get what like the Jets, I get it. Like they're so close to making the playoffs, they need a they need to a <laughs> good quarterback. I understand you're just being desperate. I understand them being desperate.
2: Yeah, it's, like, it's like Vince McMahon saying, I'm called the NWO. Like you know what I'm saying? We we were so close to making it to the playoffs, man.
0: Cause right, uh, if, you, if you really if you really sit down, and you think about it. <laughs> if they would have had some decent quarterback play, through in, from the beginning to the end, this team would be in the playoffs.
2: Wasn't that Hell, Zach's first year or second year?
0: Second year, because you think about it, they 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 should have beat the damn Dolphins. The Dolphins shouldn't even got in there. Because remember, like, because right. um, what's it, um, Skyler Thompson? Oh, I forgot what was their quarterback. Man, I definitely not think he was gonna win that football game to, to um to you know to in the playoffs. But I get it. I mean, desperate def, desperate times call for desperate measures, and you know, if you're a Jets fan, you just follow this. You just follow this Jets saga with with a bag of popcorn and just like, just deal with it.
2: Man, y'all better go get y'all quarterback. Stop messing with Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. <laughs> It'll be all right. Oh, yo, better let it go. You know what I'm saying?
0: Uh, and that's why I'm, I'm curious about what Green Bay is going to – what the Jets going to have to give up. That's where I'm really, like, kind of curious about all of it. Like, because sometimes we can say in theory now that it makes sense. But like you said, if you're giving away two firsts, it ain't worth it. Like I said, if you, if you get any – like, I, can, I would more so suit it to them getting assets than, than actually draft picks. Like I said, if you get, if they get getting a 2024 pick, I wouldn't do it. Because you're going to need a quarterback in 2024, potentially. More likely.
1: I think the biggest issue right now is, one, I don't think the Jets want to give up that 13th pick. I think they want to keep on to that pick Joe Douglas is trying to do his usual trade magic, give up a seventh and some random guy for an all-star. I don't know how he does it. I'll give him that salute. He's a trade wizard. Yeah, I think he's trying to figure out a way not to give up that 13th pick. And I think it's also Green Bay doesn't want to hold on to this. I think it's going to be like a $40 million, $50 million cap hit or something. Like, you know, you can't just trade a guy and then you're paying. You're essentially, It's not you're paying him, but you're – on the books paying him. So right. you're just having wasted spot for no reason. I think that's really where all the hold up comes.
0: And and that's why with a jet say like I don't care. Like yep, exactly this popping circumstance, hey I'm we'll just be sitting here just chilling. Like yeah, because you think about it, they ain't not on the hook. Cause everybody's like, oh let's get Lamar. All right, you, you want you want to pay him $250 million guarantee? Yeah. <laughs> well you can get get him for a year and for damn near free.
1: Exactly, and not
0: just the 250 million
1: guarantees, the two picks. That's the biggest part about Lamar. Right,
0: right. But yeah, yeah. But um, so obviously, and it's funny, bars. It was so smart for the Giants to make this move yesterday because they at least had one day in the headlines. (laughs)
1: Because
0: the rest of the summer and on now, it's gonna be it's gonna be Jets dominated the New York Post and all those publications in New York. So. Darren Waller heads to the New York a Giants. So obviously, tight end Darren Waller was traded to the New York Giants for the uh for a third round pick, actually, which was which was Kansas City's pick because of the um Kadavis Tony pick. So mm-hmm. in theory, you got thinking to think yourself, you traded Tony to get Darren Waller. Um, that's to me, that's impressive, but Bartholomew, your, your thoughts on this Darren Wallace trade?
1: Uh, speaking of the trade wizards, Joe Shane, man, and Shane we trust. Like you said, we had a one day where we were on the headlines, and you know what, Coach? I've been <laughs> – the Giants have been bad long enough where I've learned I'm okay not being the headlines. You know, right. I'm fine with us doing these little moves. Uh, once again, shout out Joe Schaefer signing the linebacker, Bobby Okeree. Uh, Okere. I'm not sure what his name is, but I'm going to figure it out by the season because he's going to be the best linebacker. But does Darren Waller trade, I think it was the best move possible. Uh, Aside from just how talented the guy is, my favorite part of the trade is Joe Shane structured the deal where we have an out after this first year. So if it doesn't work out because Darren Waller, uh, due to the past season, he was injured. He had some hamstring injuries. I think uh, the season prior to that as well, he had a couple injuries that kind of kept him off a game or two. Uh, But other than that, I think this is an amazing trade because the free agent market for wide receiver was not that great. Uh, aside from Joby, uh, Jacoby Myers, who already signed with the Raiders, uh, the next wide receiver was Darius Slayton. And I'm sure many Giants fans will agree with me. I don't want Darius Slayton back on my team. So our wide receiver core is only uh, Hodgins, uh, Sterling Shepard, who God knows what you're going to get from him after an Achilles, uh, ACL tear that got followed by uh, prior a Achilles tear. I think it was the same leg, too. So God knows what you're getting from him. And then uh, our third receiver is – I don't even remember his name because that's how bad it is over here <laughs> in New York. Oh, Wondell. Wondell's been injured. So, we really right. – Wondell just started sparking before his injury. We don't even know what we got on Wondell. So, our wide receiver core, as the entire league knows, possibly may be one of the worst cores in the entire league. So uh, the fact that we got Waller, who's going to be that big target, number one go-to guy, and we could compliment Danny Bellinger, who is the rookie tight end we drafted last year, who sneakily, I think, is going to be a great tight end. He already got compliments from Travis Kelsey and other uh, top-end tight ends who said, this kid has real talent. If, I think we could run the duo tight end set with those two. right? Some of them are wide receiver issues. And we have right. Saquon coming out the backfield with Danny Dimes and his feet. I think it was a great move, especially for a third-round right. pick, as you said, Coach. We traded Kadarius Tony essentially. Uh, Kadarius Tony was feeling some type of way because he was tweeting, laughing, and stuff yesterday. I think <laughs> a bunch of Giants fans were probably just uh, raining on his parade. But hey, man, if you're, sounds like he's still thinking about us. He sounds like he's a little bit salty. I give the overall trade for the Giants, though. I want to say it's a B plus A minus. I don't see how you can hate this trade as a Giants fan, especially with the one year route. Uh, it's a high reward low risk kind of trade and I just I hope I end up buying a Waller jersey after this year.
0: Potentially. Yeah. So, <laughs> <what's it? laughs> I I intend <laughs> to buy
1: Waller jersey after this year.
0: <laughs> Your thoughts, Bowie?
2: Um, great pickup, man. I'm trying I looked up the contract and you're right. You only can if it's one year and if it doesn't work out, you can get rid of him. I'm just trying to figure out he was basically, I know he wasn't there much, and maybe Josh McDaniels felt like, I'm going to go ahead. and We can go ahead and let him go. Because I just, I just didn't understand. I was shocked when they let him go. You know what I mean? Um, but I know he got hurt a lot. That's one thing I remember. You know, he balled, but he got hurt a lot. Um,
1: 20 games in the last two seasons. He's right.
2: And it seemed like there's some personal stuff going on between him and McDaniels also. I saw some stuff and because everybody, because I was watching the show and they spoke, they was like, hold up. He just signed a uh, three year deal. What last year? So what would they let him go? You know? And one thing I'm noticing about, regardless of what they say about the NFL, these dudes are going to get hurt, you know, and that's got to be in the contract. It doesn't make a difference. Everybody's going to get hurt. You know what I mean? So, I was a little shocked by that. But hey, man, great pickup. One thing about today's show, i noticed it made me look really deep with these contracts. And it just seems like the way they're doing these contracts is like this was a three year deal. You're trading to you guys. And if it don't work out, you ain't got to get him for it. Or you can let him go on his third year. Now. And you know what I mean? And I, it's a lot of guys I've seen that that has those in a contract. You know what I mean? There's another guy that you, that we're going to talk about almost the same thing.
1: See, I think that's also just part of Joe Shane. Cause he, it seems like he doesn't like giving these long-term contracts without having some sort of an out or some sort right. of option. Cause they did the same thing with Danny Jones. Uh, His second year, we could hop out after that year. His third year, Mm -hmm. we have it out as well. And after that third year, it's really when we decide we want to extend him or take that fourth year. His fourth year, we take no money if we cut him on that fourth year. So, Mm. it seems like that's the kind of contract Shane likes to structure because he doesn't like to tie himself down and get ourselves in a salary cap hell, essentially.
0: Right. Those are the type of trades that that, that makes um, the more Smith like, oh, man. But you know he hates those type of ones. But but I think in theory, yeah, this this is a great move for the Giants. Obviously, now Mm -hmm. you have that that number one target. You know, and and that's the thing where you look at that Giants team who made the playoffs, won a game in Minnesota, and think to yourself like, man, you know, you get that you get a target in Darren Waller. Which that's the thing where if he's healthy, and that's gonna you know, and that's a big if. And we know it's football; it's a contact sport, so. Mm But if he can stay healthy, I think he's gonna pay big dividends for this Giants team. And it's just weird, like, uh, like as far as because it's kind of one of those things that kind of came out of blue, because he was never really a part of any trade rumors or there was no last year. He, yeah, he was right, and that's the thing where it's part of it last year. But then I figured maybe this year it might be a little bit different, but. I you know I was definitely shocked that he did that, and I know a lot of people saying because of the whole he wasn't invited, uh, Josh McDaniel wasn't invited to the wedding.
2: Wedding, and I'm just like,
0: I mean, no, I mean, it's, I know it's satire, but I mean, it does make for great for a great joke. But I yeah, it's just weird. I, that, that was kind of one of those where that was kind of out of left field, but um, great move for the Giants. I mean, like you said, it's a I have have reward low risk. And You just can't go wrong with that. So,
2: is is there some good tight ends in in the draft?
0: Some solid tight ends. Nothing. No Darren really. Waller. No Darren Waller. Which for a third? For a third, it's right? Like fourth? Because this well, kid's pretty third. Well, it's really not even your third. Really, you think about it, you really got exactly. Kad- Kadavis Tony for Darren Waller. You can't be that <laughs> a guy who you thought was gonna be one of your top receivers, and you flip him and now you get a guy who could be, who will be your number one target and that, that's right. proven you know cuz at one point Kadavius Tony had more yards we had more yards than Kadavius Tony for a good while
1: <laughs>
0: and I like for a good little
1: minute he- he still, uh, he still hasn't been doing too hot over there in Kansas City. I mean, yeah, he had the big yeah, punt yeah. return and he had the one touchdown in the Super Bowl. Yes, it's the Super Bowl, but I mean, <laughs> me, all three of us, all three of us could go out there for Kansas City and Mahomes would find a way to give us a touchdown. Right, you know, for sure. so uh, it's show me something essentially because I was a big fan. I thought when he went to K.C., I was like, damn, we screwed up because he's gonna become a top five wide receiver in that kind of offense. I just don't think he's got it. Uh off the field i think he's uh, it's his personality or something yeah. i'm playing uh you know i don't know him i'm playing like dime therapist basically right now <laughs> but it's just essentially it doesn't seem like he could get his head together especially when you're playing with the best quarterback of all time i was expecting a huge season from him and he kind of disappointed
0: yeah
2: i have a question mm-hmm. didn't um didn't waller have an issue with a substance abuse a while yeah. back
0: Years ago, yeah, yeah, yeah
2: that's I what I thought.
1: Into the league, but that he was, yeah. Well, I'm right. not giving him an excuse, but he was kind of a nobody when that was happening. I think he was right. in yeah. a wide receiver position before he decided to transfer. Because he was with the Ravens, deal, Yeah, he was
0: on their practice squad. Squad, like yeah, he on the practice squad. Yeah, right. And right. then I, forgot I mean who it was someone on.
2: The I'm board. I'm really just saying it because I I just still thought it was a little weird, especially when you get you pick up. Did they make the trade before they picked up the
0: quarterback?
1: Uh no, we got Danny Jones first and then we picked up Darren Waller.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, yeah, that was definitely instant trade, but like I said, that was a hell of a move for the for the uh, New York football giants. There you go. <laughs> you are the reason why we're not in the play we didn't make the playoffs and stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. Bars as as you gotta talk more better about your team and your team did really, really good last season. I had the best <laughs> As bad as y'all division has been smelling for years, y'all had the best division, arguably the best division last season.
1: You know, I'm I'm taking it humbly, man, because we were in the pits of hell for some time, so I'm one step at a time. You know, this <laughs> I know, a right? Year. Uh, I honestly thought we were going to take a step back this year because our schedule gets harder. I didn't think we were having Saquon back, but... With all the moves that Joe... Also, I didn't think we were going to have cap space, but with what Joe Shane did with Daniel Jones' contract, where it's only like a $17 million cap hit this year. Uh, man's a wizard so far. I just... No. I see no reason. Uh, we have the coach of the year. We have an offensive coordinator who essentially could have taken the Arizona job, but he didn't get hired because he told them, "No, I want to do it this way," and they said, "No." So there you go. And we had uh, Wink Martindale, who also got offered a head coach, uh, uh, well, interviewed, and he didn't make it. So I mean, just I have full faith in this front office, but like I said, I'm just I'm fine being in not on the headlines. All these low-key signings. Like I said, the linebacker from Indy, I think, was uh, an amazing signing because we got him for less than Edmonds, and we got him just slightly above TJ Edwards, which was exactly who I wanted to sign. And uh, uh, he played against us, actually, Bobby O. Uh, when he played against us, he had like 17 tackles against us. I remember watching that game going, who the hell is this guy because you're down 40 and you're still running like a freaking demon out of hell. And, mm-hmm. uh, hey, man, now he's on my squad. So, you know, like you said, I'm happy, but I'm humbly taking it one day at a time because I know the moment yeah. the Giants screw something up where, you know, something starts going downhill, we're going to have a lot of haters. I just know how it is in the NF-
0: uh, NFC, least, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So from one player that went from Vegas to New- to New Jersey, we got Jimmy G um, headed to the Raiders. So, Bars, your thoughts on Jimmy G um, going to the Raiders? Man,
1: I. It, what gets me upset is this is just another showcasing of a Belichick disciple thinking they're Belichick. You let Waller go. <laughs> Uh, Never about. All, let Eric Cargo, who's clearly a better quarterback, in my opinion, than Jimmy G. Yes, Jimmy G's made it further, but he's had far better coaching and far better teams. It's just, man, like, I don't know what you think you're going to end up doing here with Jimmy G uh, coming into the fold. But. It he is a winning quarterback, like I said, so maybe he does find a way to work in Josh McDaniel's uh, system. You know, Josh McDaniel's only got him because he's been in the system, right? exactly Why he also got Jacoby Myers. So it's gonna be the baby Patriots again, as we've seen in Detroit with Matt Patricia and any other uh Bill Belichick <laughs> disciple that's not coming to mind right now. It's just not gonna work out. And right. you would think Josh McDaniel's learned his lesson, but clearly he didn't. So, uh cheers to the season, I guess. Uh, I'm already having them at, what, 4-13, maybe?
0: maybe? Hey, so you got faith in Lil' Bill.
1: I Man, like how? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you
1: know what? It, it's the visor. Maybe if he rocks that visor
0: a little tighter, I'd feel confident. <laughs> you know what? Brandon, Brandon Marshall not walking through this door. Jake Culler's not walking through this door. It's just,
1: it, it's it's not looking good, man. I just I don't get what they're doing. I don't see the thought process or how they think they're improving. But hey, it's uh it's Oakland, you know.
0: Yeah, and I told y'all I, I'm so glad Mike Man is not a part of this. I told y'all free Mike Mayock, and I've been saying that. <laughs> so y'all can't blame Mike Mayock on this on this this um disaster. Uh, Mal, your thoughts on Jimmy G?
2: Bars is like setting up everything. We we know why he got him. You know what I mean? Um you know what he said. He went in there and said, Look, man, if y'all just trust me and let me get some of the guys that understand what I'm doing, and I can get us least in the playoffs. <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, I don't, you know, I think you gotta toss up, man. Like, you know, there. I'm not gonna say carr is is a sorry quarterback. I think that he's always he got the stats he's made a, a lot of money seemed like a cool dude, but it just seemed like he was always like he was he played to he wasn't comfortable like he was always playing like I don't think the coach likes me like that's that's what i always got from Carr. like you know what I mean. Not not if the, the team, we need to come together and win. It's like, I just want to please the coach because I don't want him to be upset with me and get rid of me. I've always felt that about Carr. I think Jimmy G, like I said, you know, he's a winner. Even when they think that he's not doing as he should or that, like people say they don't like him, he's still winning games. He still end up winning games, you know what I mean? And I think... Him, this is different. I think him and Josh is probably going to hopefully come together, and they're going to be able to build some type of winning system or winning situation with the Raiders, because he was in that system. You know what I mean? So hopefully it can work out. But I don't know, man. Like I'm not. I don't know. It seems like everybody don't like Jimmy G. I ain't heard too many people say they like him. But hey, the Patriots seem like whoever. Seem like the Patriots. Who are, they've done him well, you know what I mean. He got traded, San Francisco got a big contract, you know what I mean. And now, I'm um, last year. I'm guessing a lot of people didn't want him, you know what I mean. It's probably why they didn't let him go just yet. And he finally got to a place where somebody wanted him. So, shout out to him. What is it like? Three years. Years, it's not
1: the yeah, it's, it's not, not a, not a lot contract of it's not yeah, yeah, yeah. a big contract, yeah, 34
0: dude. guarantee. Yeah. He gets hurt, yeah, that's really the only thing I got against Jimmy, G. right?
1: And I like him. I yeah. do think that Derek Carr throws a better ball than Jimmy G, yeah. yeah, me too. Jimmy G does have some better wheels than Derek Carr. That might be because of the broken leg he suffered like five years ago, yeah. Other than right. that, though, uh. You know it's just the injuries, Derek Carr gets hurt, but it's just Jimmy G. It feels like he's guaranteed to miss five games a
0: year. Yeah.
2: he got to leave the porn stars alone. <laughs>
0: but, yeah, but this is remind me of the meme the one where the guy is wearing a shirt and he gets the same shirt as a gift. <laughs> I get, I, I like the thing about it, Jimmy G. Like, he's he's a great regular season quarterback, no, give right? A, no, like, so I can see them being a double digit potential, a double digit win um, team, you know, with that. But that's another one where you think to yourself in that division: like, is he going to be able to, you know, run with Justin Herbert? Is he going to run with Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson? Dare I say that as well? But um, it's this division is going to be really tricky for him. I can see it in San Francisco. San Francisco is a little bit different it's not as quarterback centric as the AFC right. West is, mm-hmm. but I do see, like you say, that reun- that um, reuniting with uh, Josh McDaniels, I think that could be, you know, somewhat of a good thing for him. But like, I can see them having somewhat some success in the regular season and then maybe, you know, kind of faltering in the playoffs. So, where you know, where Jimmy G has been, you know, he hasn't been has had the best record playoff wise, but I mean, he's been great from a regular season perspective. I don't know if he's going to be like you said, I don't, I think Carr's maybe a better quarterback, but I think Jimmy G is a good quarterback. It's it's not, it's it's almost like one, a one C or one D like they're, they're on the same tier. I think Derek Carr's a little bit better, but I think he, I think he, they'll probably have a little bit more success, which, with the Raiders, what can you really quantify as success? Like, right. you know, what I'm saying, like, so in this case, where maybe, hey, maybe they win nine games, maybe they will win ten or eleven games compared to, you know, the previous seasons or what have you. So, I mean, I, I understand the move, and it's, it's a very a cheaper deal. Yeah, it's a, financially, you know, it's almost yeah, great move. it's almost like getting the store brand version of a, of a product. <laughs> you paying, you know, you paying top dollar for the top brand that was Derek Carr. Right. Yeah, you, you get the generic brand. Still right. got the same great taste, same right. you know, same you know type of uh, nutritional value. Well, if it is <laughs> nutritional value, but the same. Well, less <laughs> calories. I put it that way.
2: I got one for you. Yeah, it's like it's like saying, "Hey, try us. We're not as expensive, but we're the same." And. If you don't like it, don't worry about it. <laughs> you, you could just let us go. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, million, yeah. <laughs> and really, he's going to go and he's going to have to. That's what I was saying. When, when more I look into what we were talking about today, it's like there's a lot of contracts where people are small. They got to prove themselves. So there's a possibility they can make more money. But they went ahead and signed to say, hey, well. If you prove yourself, then we we'll, maybe we'll give you a bigger, bigger, bigger contract, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, because like you said, now we're just with everything, you gotta be smart about those type of deals because you think to yourself, like, you just like this case, this is a perfect deal where hey, I mean, you're only paying him 34 million dollars. I mean, hell, your, your boy, you know, Daniel Downs was getting like 40,
1: right? So,
0: 41 and a half, 41, right? So, it's just, <laughs> like, you think to yourself, like. Okay, I'm I'm getting him, and, and that money, that 34 is guaranteed. So it's like, I'll just take the guarantee. So it's like, you know, you know, that's you know, at least that's what they have to give him, and that's, you know, it's crazy to say that, but that's like kind of chump change now in the NFL economy, especially oh, yeah. for a starting quarterback for you to get him for that type of price tag is a pretty good bargain.
2: You think he just did that because of Josh McDaniels? Did they got yeah. him for cheap?
0: Well, you're talking about why Jimmy Cheney went to Vegas?
2: Yeah, do you think that he did that because him and Josh, you know what I'm saying, he can come. He said, well, I'll, I'll sign this here and then yeah. three years, give me this guaranteed and, you know, and because and, of Josh McDaniels.
0: Yeah, and I think he's, and, and it's a good spot for him, too. I think even more so like the, the fit with him and, and McDaniels. But I think this Vegas, this Vegas team is he got a legitimate shot. I think this team could be – Like I said, I don't necessarily think he can necessarily run with Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes head to head, but maybe Russell Wilson, you know, (laughs) so he got a shot. I mean, he right. And I say, and that's kind of being generous because I think Russell Russell Wilson may be back this year.
2: Could you think he could have went anywhere else and made more money? That's that's one of the questions I'm asking. I don't think so.
0: No, I don't think so. I don't think. I don't, damn, terrible. Jimmy G went to the he, Super Bowl.
1: He gets hurt. Like he I said, and that's he the thing. Like right, this
0: one, because even with this, you think about it, this would have been a great opportunity. Because honestly, if he would have came back, quiet as count? San Francisco 49ers would have made would have been in Super Bowl. Because honestly, if the 49ers had a quarterback in that second half, mm-hmm. we they we when we talk about the Eagles in the in the in, the, in the Chiefs.
2: Okay. Okay. I think that's some um, that's y- some y- North N- NFC East stuff going on here. Y- I need to stop.
1: No, both I'm of su- you. Listen no, all Both it, of y'all. I'll be shaming no, yourself.
0: You, look, shoot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure. He'd be the worst quarterback <laughs> <laughs> in the NFC East. I tell
0: you that. Right, but that's and that's the thing where no, I'm just being serious. You can't like if you you're down. It was down by. Like, it was down like 14, and, and, and you know, in Philly, I already knew you, you were down a quarterback. So it was like, why not? So, oh yeah, for sure, shoot, sure. You mess around, do that same thing this year. Mess around, how Sam Donald taking you to the Super Bowl. You know, but <laughs> you know,
2: Sam Donald.
0: Let let Sam, let Sam Donald would have been in that position on that predicament.
2: He wouldn't have pulled it. Sam Donald looked like Frankenstein before he became Frankenstein. <laughs> My bad.
0: But shout shout, shout to Sam, <laughs> Sam Donald. Well. We might talk about him in the later portion of tonight's podcast. So he might come on, come on one of our lists. I'm just saying. I don't know. You know? Right. So, we're going to talk about our um, just. – let's just talk about, um, you know, obviously this has been a very fluid the last few days. But what has been the best off-season acquisition? It could be one, it could be two, whatever you – Whatever you could, um, whatever you look at as like one of the best acquisitions so far, bars. What you got?
1: I mean, my real answer is Aaron Rodgers, but I've heard enough about him, so I'm done <laughs> talking about him. Uh, right. But my secondary answer, is, I'm going to say, is I think he was one of the first signings of free agency. That's Javon Hargrave. I think he was a great signing. Uh, he provides something to that interior line that San Francisco hasn't had since they traded the fourth Bar- Buckner to the Colts. And you know how uh, the 49ers run. It's all about that defensive line and that pass rush. And that was something – that interior was something they were missing. And before you hopped on, Maui, I was just telling Coach how – That's just how the league is turning now. It's all about interior line. Interior line is almost just as important as edge rusher because it's no longer just your mom and pop uh, interior linemen where you just fill in the gap, stop the run, do whatever you can, disrupt the run. No, these guys are going after the quarterback, and there's some freakish athletes who are now taking uh, double teams. Uh, Aaron Donald set the table for them, and it just seems like this price tag keeps going higher and higher. So for one of the best defensive tackles in the league, the contract they got him at, uh, I think it's just doesn't get better. And he's going to bring the uh, 49ers. Think about it. You pull him away from the Eagles, who was your number one competitor in the NFC, and now he's on your team. I just – it's right. benefits on the field, off the field, everywhere. It's just a great signing, in my opinion.
0: Right. Aaron Rock, um, Aaron Donald uh, walked so Deron Payne can, can fly. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, we, you know. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go, Mal. Yeah, I mean, I'm
2: going to keep it simple. I, I felt like um, what we already talked about, you know, I got some sleepers that I want to keep him, uh, you know what I mean, for the next one. <laughs> but okay. um, definitely what you said, Bars. But um, I, I think that, um, I don't know, man, that uh, I just really like that Bears trade with um, DJ Moore going there. I, re- I really do. You know what I'm saying? And once I re- really looked and I was like, because I like Fields, I was like, I really like that. That setup and then putting Claypool over there, Mr. Dropper. I'm always dropping the ball with that guy because he can't deal with that pressure being number one. I get it, but I really like that one. I really like that one.
0: And now he goes back, yeah, he'll go back to his natural spot being the two. So I think that's gonna be great for him.
2: Like, I I just, and I want to say Waller too, you know what I'm saying? Because of, um, I like DJ. I, li- I like DJ. I think DJ is a big, I really did. I've never been negative. When I saw DJ play up against, I think it was, was it Alex Smith. It's the first time I actually saw him play. And I was like, yo, he's a big boy. You know what I mean? I mean, he was running all over the place, but I like DJ. So I think with this um, getting Waller, a lot of play action, the two tight ends. I just feel like, you know, it's a lot of Bill Belichick things going around the league, you know what I mean? And I felt like with those two tight ends, um, setups is, it opens the door with a lot, you know? Um, so that's what I said, but you know, I got a couple for the next one.
0: <laughs> so I, I agree with you bars. I think, my, yeah. I think as far as the Hargrave move, I think right. that's another one where that could be a pitch and swing when it comes to the NFC championship game again, in this, um, in this potential, um, you know, this year, and like you said, that's and it's weird. Well, that's the thing that San Francisco has been lacking. Like you said, ever since uh, since Buckner left, you add that, then you got both on one end. It's just like it's gonna be, it's gonna be. They're gonna wreak havoc, and I think that's where, um, you know, this, that's just gonna be an amazing duo um, there in San Francisco. But <clears throat> I think a, a, a move I really love. Tremaine Edmonds going to the Chicago Bears. Mm. I think I wouldn't say the monsters of Midway is back. You know, Mike secretary isn't walking through that door, you know, or, you know, or, you know. <laughs> here you go.
1: Here you go. <laughs> so,
0: but I just like, I just like him going to that. I think that's a great spot for him. Uh, and like I said, and that's going to be a part of that young Bears defense, Matt Uberfleece. I think I said his name right. It's taking ah, me, it it like me like that. 14, 15 <laughs> months to kind of pronounce his name correctly. Eberfluce. So I think he'll he'll fit very well in that in that defense. So I like that. And then obviously uh, Jalen Ramsey. That's another one where Jalen Ramsey yeah. goes to the. Yeah, I forgot about Ramsey. And Rams. then you yeah. just think about it. And you talked about it a little bit, bars a little <laughs> bit. We touched on it. You think about MP, you know Xavier Howard, him, and then he, you know you talking about Bradley Chubb. You look at all those guys that's in that, and and then you just think about that Vic Fangio defense. You think to yourself like man. Jalen Ramsey is going to be all over the place. He, he, he might mess around and play safety on you one day, a couple plays. Yeah. Then he
2: be back in it's Florida, too, man. You know what I mean? Like, I know being I, out there in yeah. Cali is one thing. And, you know, yeah. he, he back down there. And then let me tell you something. Like, they won yeah. their Super Bowl. And I wish these athletes, when they go somewhere after they mm-hmm. get interviewed, stop saying, man, I ain't, I ain't even trained. I ain't even touching that. No, don't say that. <laughs> you know, Damn, I'm ready to run it back. Say that, don't lie. Don't just because you've been at the buffet, don't tell everybody.
0: You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's a that's a good move for the for the, right. for the Dolphins. I'm like, I like, you know, that's they that was a classic case of like, hey, playing defense, because now Aaron Rodgers but allegedly intended it tends to be in the division right and then obviously you just look at um you know the success of the buffalo bills you think they're still going to be doing their thing and then you just look at you can probably have one of the most nastiest physical defenses in the league in the miami dolphins and um yeah so who are your sleeper acquisitions um. So far, bars. Which, wh- who you liking?
1: Uh, I'm gonna keep it short and simple. Uh, right. You know me, Coach. I've been on your show multiple times, and you know my yep. favorite position, whenever it comes draft time, is interior line, uh, defense, offense. You name it. I like the Hog Mollies. I love watching that tape. And uh, this guy is actually a former Giant, which is how I know personally how he plays and his type of style. And that's uh, Dalvin Tomlinson. I think he's one of the sneakier mm. signings of uh, this mm. offseason. season. He joins, the, mm. he leaves Minnesota and joins Cleveland Browns. Uh, they got him for a good deal. It was four years, fifty-seven million, which ends up mm. being I think like fourteen million a year, something like that. And so, like I was saying, these uh, defensive uh, defensive tackles, their price is just getting higher and higher and higher. Uh, and it's just uh it's a premium and he might not be the top tier guy, but he's definitely in that second tier of defensive tackle. You've known his name. If you played against him, you've seen him make plays. Uh, he's almost like a De- uh, him and Dexter Lawrence are very similar games. So he's really more of a run stopper, but he can get after the quarterback as well. So what better pairing to have next to Miles Garrett now that you don't have Clowney there as well. It's just uh, Cleveland needs to make some moves on that defensive side. And I think this was one of the better moves they could have made.
0: For
2: sure. For sure. Yep. What what you got, Maui? I'm staying with you. Bars or oh, 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 I might mess his name, Obana or Carano or some shit like that. Uh, uh,
0: Bobby
1: Oka. Bobby,
2: okay. Bobby, right. Oh, the Bobby Yeah, o. right, right. Yeah. They got him uh, went to Cleveland from the Texans. They got him for uh, three year 22 million, 10 million guaranteed, um 89.9 pass rush grade, um 268 pass rush snaps. That's probably really the what the issue is. Um, but I, you know, I think he's going to be on the other end of miles, Gary. And I think that's going to be big, but they got him for cheap. You know what I mean? Um, I got one more too, Marcus Davenport. And when I was looking at this situation, it made me understand how they're doing these contracts now where they're giving one year contracts. And if a person, uh, they'd like to prove themselves, then they can get them a better contract. And he went, he was, he going to, I think the, uh, the Texans, I think he's going. No, 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 Miz. no, 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 no. I think he. Um, damn it, Sean. Um, the Vikings. Went yep. to the Vikings, and um, coming from the Saints, and the, the discussion was, you know, he was a big dude. They they always thought he would. He has that possibility. Athletic, top of the line. It's just he gets hurt a lot. You know what I mean? So they're hoping that they can get more than five hundred snaps from him, and then maybe he'll get a bigger contract. He can get that twenty, twenty, uh, or twenty five million a year. But yeah, they only got him for a year, thirteen million. So I think that would be big for them. I thought that was a nice little pickup.
0: Yeah, big time. So it's a few. Um, I think first off, uh, Cole Holcomb of going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think that's a great move for Cole going Appreciate to Pittsburgh. It. Appreciate yeah. it. So I definitely think that's gonna be a, a good move on their end. Um. Also, I like I said, I kind of teased a little bit earlier. But, you know, i low key like this Sam Donald San Francisco move. I think this is where, in a sense, I think, and this is another one where um, you know, he goes into a quarterback-friendly offense in um in San Francisco. This could give him an opportunity. I know we, we talked about the Jets, him going to Carolina. This is gonna be his second chance. You know, he doesn't have to worry about um What's, what's what's to be the coach now? here in Nebraska. Oh gosh, uh, Matt Rule, Matt Rule. So he have to mm. worry about having a defensive-minded head coach and Matt Rule. So now you know he goes to San Francisco, and where we know Cal Shanahan do, does the lowest work when it comes to quarterbacks. So, um, so you just look at it, that's a nice sneaky move, right? I do. And speaking of San Francisco, I love Jimmy Ward going to the Texans. That's another one where I love when, like, when a former assistant brings some of his guys in, right? Obviously, um, D'Amico Ryan goes, you know, he's part of the uh Texans, so I think him. And then now I think you look at that secondary for the Texans starting to kind of blossom. Now, you hopefully like Derek Stingley Jr. still show some flashes, uh, you know, it's a Jimmy Ward is there, so I, I love I like that move. And then I think what the Saints did, I think obviously. Get Derek Carr and then also bring, you know, we talked about and then Jamal Williams talked about it a little bit earlier, because that was kind of breaking news as we went on the air today. Uh, I think that's a nice move, you know, especially when I don't know what's gonna happen with Alvin Kamara, allegedly. But if those two are on the same on, on the field together, I think that's gonna be a nice duo potentially. You know, if the circumstances happen met if, in the circumstances that you know, if everything goes to to, to how it is today, then we might have that duo. I don't know what's going to happen with with um, with what's his face with um, um, with Kamara, uh, but you know that's we are here March fifteenth, and we're saying, hey, it's a great duo. Mm-hmm. We're hoping. Mm-hmm. So, and then. Um, yeah, I, those are kind of the, the, the steeper ones I like, but but you know I think everybody for the most part has made some moves, and I also like um, I even like uh, the move that the Cowboys did as far as getting um, oh boy the cornerback uh, um, I cannot believe um, who's the cornerback that they got uh, he used to, he, he was with the Colts shucks I cannot believe I forgot this man's name. Um uh, I cannot believe I forgot this man's name. Been and that's a I, busy
1: week. Huh?
0: <laughs> it has been a very busy week. And I can't believe I'm over here. I'm really like fumbling on this one. Um oh Stefan Gilmore.
1: Oh, Stephon I forgot Gilmore. that happened. That happened today, yeah.
0: right? Yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. That happened Yeah, Stephon Gilmore, deep. yeah.
1: That's, I know that was
0: a great move. Especially him and Diggs as now as a duo, yep. so but, you know, yeah. Congrats to them. They,
1: they lost Zeke. Right. You know, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not worried. <laughs> they
2: lost, they lost um, Zeke. They know where he's going? They cut him nah, they him. just
1: released him for uh, yeah. save something like that. You know
2: where he's probably going, right?
1: Well, it's tell me.
2: It's probably the damn Bengals. Watch what I tell you. I wouldn't
1: be a bad sign. I know, yeah. the
0: boy... Yo um and us right he got he got to quit it everything that's right so he, yeah so Joe Mixon should be there potentially
1: i think they were planning on releasing he's, something cuz his contracts, so uh, i think they could call him no more yes right yeah
0: cool, like
2: watch you got chase yeah. you got burrows and then watch and he going to probably ball out just up. Yeah.
1: I could see it. I could see it. They're probably going to come mix yeah. in, hey, T Higgins, and then there you go. Sign on the I could see it.
0: And get him. He yeah, get him from a, a really cheap deal. Yeah. I can really see that happening. But yeah. I was hoping y'all was going to so, say, no, nah, that
2: ain't going to happen, <laughs> You
0: talked me into it with two words. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because I like, because. And that's interesting. Like as far as because now this this running back market is starting to kind of close up. Because now you think we had some two big ones earlier, and now it's you know it's you know I, we really didn't have a lot of motion even during this whole free agent period. Period. Now we are starting to get some moves from the running back position, and like you said, you know it's just, it's just crazy how that position has been devalued as of late. And I get it because now we're more in a passing type league. But I remember how it used to be where you get a Bell Cow franchise running back, you're set. I remember them days. Now it's just like phew, we getting a guy for 250000 dollars No, I'm just talking.
2: Didn't Henry leave the, tit- the the Titans?
0: No. They I know they they talking about they were talking about trading him mm.
2: somewhere. Okay.
0: But I don't know. That's the, I mean, hey, what you want for him? <laughs> <laughs> you already lost faith in Antonio Gibson? No, nah, I mean, you, but you, come on, that's Derek you And your offensive coordinator was a former NFL running back. Uh, you, all you, I'm you, saying, you Coach, it. It. it
1: could be Derek Hedges, but it. it's also Jacoby
0: Brissett, you know? That's all I'm saying. Right, and that's and that's why I, I I need a running back that could.
1: Look, that, look needs
0: that.
2: I was sitting here wondering why you look like he was like, man, what are we doing? And now I, I it just hit me who your quarterback is.
0: <laughs> well, it back Sam Howell. Oh, same. okay, okay, okay. Well, I'm sorry. That, that's gonna
1: be like in week six, though. It's gonna be Jacoby no, Brissett.
2: No, Sam
0: Howell will <laughs> be week one. Yeah, Sam Howell week one. Week one starter
1: which <laughs> he has no <laughs>
2: faith. He has no faith or confidence. Like
0: <laughs> no, I mean, because he he's he showed even in in week eighteen that he he he's a legitimate quarterback in his league. So we're gonna roll with ML. We're gonna roll with Dyer out.
2: Okay, we've been here before though, but it's all good. Yeah, I
0: think we're gonna be. <laughs> but yeah, that's like Jacoby percent But like you said, if you get a guy like a Derrick Henry, right? You go, yeah, you go, I mean, if you get Derrick Henry, you you need. Yeah, because hell, you might go we, nine and seven if you get there. Hey, Henry.
2: <laughs> if I was a GM anyway, okay. I would have been paying attention. To like, you know, he's very physical. I give him about two, three years. And that second year, I'd be like, hey, man, so what, you know, Henry's been getting hurt a lot. We use him a lot too.
0: Yeah. So, what would you yeah.
2: like to do to get rid of him? I mean, it's because he's not going anywhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, you, what you 16? want 16? Nah, like, you, you got some picks in the second round. We got some Friday night picks for you.
2: Right. Because right. now the way I,
0: things are going, these guys are getting, getting traded for, like, next to nothing.
2: Right, plasma TVs. Plasma. I'm just, that's some of
0: that. I'll give you two Friday picks. For Derek Henry, if you he won't. But <laughs> oh, wow. man, boy, yeah, I, I've seen that little slick talk, yeah. Just remember, we were 8 8 and 1. So if we get Derek Henry, we're going to win more than nine wins. Like
1: uh, uh, You might need gonna, to gonna, be higher than 500 look, to win the division look, this look, year, coach.
0: We're we, we going to beat y'all ass this year, and then we ain't going to time.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: i like, man, but that was, man, I, oh my gosh. Man. You talking about some stress? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Even thinking about that giving me about to give me a headache. Oh. But yeah. <laughs> so we're going to uh, shift our focus to college basketball. Okay, so obviously, pay. so we, I do we consider this state uh, the, the closed door edition of um, of an era of a golden era of college football where uh, Jim Bayheim has retired. Obviously, Jim Boeheim was Syracuse' head basketball coach from since 1976. He has 1,015 wins. He has won a national championship in 2003. Uh, five Final Fours, ten Big East titles, five ACC titles. Um, a member of the class of 2005, Basketball Hall of Fame, and a member of the College Basketball Hall of Fame class of 2006. And uh, one of his former players, Adrian Autry, will be the new head coach at Syracuse. So, pause your thoughts on um, Jim Bayheim. So, Jim Beheim,
1: he's obviously all-time great. But the way I see it, no disrespect to the man or his career, I don't think he's in that top tier of greatest coaches of all time. I think he's at the second table. I'm not trying to take anything away from him. He is an all-time great uh, college coach basketball wouldn't be what it is without him. If you look at it, uh, you know, he got, what is it, 3-2? That's all him right there. Everyone knows (laughs) Syracuse 3-2. That's it. But uh, the only thing I got to hold against him is how – I, you know, it's. I, I feel horrible holding against him, but it's how long he's been doing it for. So, I right. feel like his stats are kind of an acclamation of this. You're talking, what, I think it's 43 years in total? And, yes, he has the win record because of that. But when you look at some of the wins, it's like, okay, he won. Uh, he was in a Final Four in 96, and then it took almost, what is that, seven years? till so he got back to his next Final Four. You know, it's a little yeah. weird. He got... Time that other coaches wouldn't have gotten, but I guess that's how it is when you get inserted into a college or a university at uh, basically the beginning of their basketball program. The Syracuse right. basketball program is the Jim uh, Bayham basketball right. program. So it's uh, it's end of an error. I feel, uh, you know. I didn't shed a tear or anything, but I did feel some type of way because all I've known my entire life is Syracuse, right. Jim Bayham three, two. I've yeah. been to Syracuse a couple times, party there. I saw, uh, the Duke, I was there for Duke, uh, Syracuse when it was, uh, Jabari Parker. And that whole thing was crazy when it was like Syracuse best year in the last 10 years or whatever it was. No. But, uh, you know, it's a uh, coach of the year, all time. Great. It's sad to see happen, but Hey, uh, it doesn't uh, the one thing I do want to bring up it doesn't seem like he really wanted to retire. It seems like he was guided to retire a little bit because yeah. the way his exit interview was was are you coming back next year? That's up for the university to decide and then the university said, no he's retired he he's retired. so it's a little yeah. a little questionable maybe it was a money thing maybe it was just straight up they got over it and they realized what I said it's just been too long. We need to take this next step. so who knows but hey kudos to you coach and hope you enjoy retirement
2: right. Yeah.
0: All right, what you got,
2: Mel? Man, everything you said everything perfectly, man. Like, you know, when I when I looked it up, I was like, well, damn, how many seasons? How many final fours? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> One championship? I know he did not like Coach K. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, you know, so no disrespect, man. I know it's a great career. When I think of Syracuse, I definitely think of him. Quick question. Didn't he get in trouble with something like that some years back?
0: Yeah, he got suspended. Yeah. NCAA violations. Uh Who there was it? a car. Well, no, nah, I'm not gonna do that
2: tonight. Yeah, we're not gonna do it because I know it's not about that. But I, I remember that. And but what I liked, most people would crumble up, and he really didn't back up. He just he came. not they suspend you for like a year or something like that.
0: Suspended for a, I
2: a minute, right? It was it's for been, a minute, but they, they spare a couple of kids. Like no,
0: they. They, I think they suspended him for like, like, like the non-conference schedule one year, like for. Okay. I forgot. It was something like that.
2: And what I liked about him is he took it on the chin or whatever, and he came back and he kept going. Um, But I, you know, as I've seen, I just want to say congratulations. Like you said, uh, what three, two, two, three zone, and I guess that's his marquee. They say they, you know, he went and and philosophized that um that zone defense and. You know, taught a lot of coaches, taught a lot of teams. You know how to perfect it, and that's great. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, sometimes coach, man, you gotta go. And I know that if they forced him out, it's probably one of the best things for him. You know, what I mean, he's been there for for a good minute. I mean, come on now. But congratulations to him. I'm gonna keep it keep it short. You know, bars really hit it on the on the money. But yeah, man, when I think of college basketball, he is one of those faces.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and like you said, it's really he's like he closed the door on the era of great coaches. I mean, you think about just look at just the generation, you look at like Coach K, you look at Dean Smith, even Roy Williams to an extent. But you know, those you know, those you know, these coaches that are programs for in this case for almost 50 years, You we're not going to see that no longer. You know, we're not going to see those um those type of long 10 year coaches anymore but i think with beheim um just you know obviously when we th- when i think about the success of the big of the big east um he he's up there you know obviously you look at john thompson another you know john the late john thompson mm-hmm. um you look at other other bevier of coaches in the, in the big east so i just look at it just from that standpoint of that it's going to be um how instrumental he was in excess of the big, of the big geese. Um, even, even his success, even in, in the ACC, um, was, pre- was pretty good. I mean, you think about he joined the conference, probably want to say probably been the last like 10 years, like, no, no, it's been probably about 15, 16 years since they joined the ACC, and I think that he's won like five ACC um titles in that you know, in that small window that he was with the ACC. But yeah, this is another case of just. The game is different. I mean, it's not like what it used to be. So that's one of those where you just look at it, where you know it's it's, it's a new era now. You get the NIL, you got you know transfer portal. So it's a lot different. So I um, mean, and def, definitely huge success. Hope not success, but but for Adrian Autry to um, you know to be successful um, at Syracuse and um, be now the face of their of that team. So. Uh, good luck to him. But
1: right.
0: yeah, uh, great, um, you no, know, uh, great career for Jim Beheim, and like you said, it's kind of one of the like we knew the time was coming. I knew he right. had a succession plan in 2018, but then continued on a play. So once he's seen the coach, but um, yeah, um, the the last great coach, the last great tenured mm-hmm. coach. Is done and it is somewhat, somewhat sad. It's, it's the end of an era, right. it's the end of an era that we'll probably we'll probably never see in our lifetime. Right. Yep. So obviously, we have the NCAA tournament has kicked off in the last uh, last twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. We, you know, so fellas, I want to get your final four picks. I'm gonna. I'm going to start with you, Bars. Who's your final four?
1: I'm going to keep it legitimate with you boys. Okay. I, uh, I, you know, I'm not a college basketball guy. I know the major schools. I know the major uh, the major coaches like Bayheim. But, uh, you know, this year, I'm not the best. But I got all my brackets in. One okay. of them is going to win it for me. And, you know, so I took a good look from the little knowledge I have. South region, I got Alabama coming out. East mm-hmm. region, I got Tennessee because they're always a good bet. Uh, west, I got Kansas because you need to have at least one blue uniform in there because there's a stat where as long as you got a blue uh champion, is almost always blue. And then uh Midwest, I got Texas coming out. So that's what I got. Some of these were coin flip. Some of them were random. But, <laughs> hey, isn't that all March Madness? That's a part
0: it's of the Madness. Right. And as we talked about it earlier, hey, you can look like an analyst on a Friday but look like, a, like an idiot. By Friday, right. yep. So, who's your final four? Out who you got?
2: I got Bama and Marquette, and I got Houston versus um, Gonzaga. Okay. So I, so have, I, guess- I know this I noticed. when you know if Duke can't get in there, Gonzaga always can make a way. It's the same thing. <laughs> they, they
0: they losing the they Duke losing the Oral Roberts. Put some. I put money on that. I actually got that on my bracket. <laughs> They're losing. They're losing the first round. Don't 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 let last week in Greensboro fool you. Roberts <laughs> <All right.
2: laughs> oh, oh. had a big upset last year too. Though. Right. Right. That's, that's a, I, I'm, put, I'm.
0: telling you. I'm putting money on that, and I'm gonna turn a five dollar a five dollar deal to a steak dinner. So, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so, yeah. Don't don't let what happened um in, in Greensboro fool you last week. That fool's gold. <laughs> um. So, and I and I'm like you, bars. I you know I'm really not the college basketball savant. Like I said, I've only really I you know obviously I'm a Carolina fan, so obviously they are in a tournament. And then when we cover VCU, I know them. You know I know that you know as far as them, but I don't know much about. i know I know a little bit about college basketball, but my final four is Alabama. And I said I agree with you, Marquette. I think Shaka Smart takes that takes that uh, Marquette team back to uh, to the Final Four, and it's eerily familiar that this Final Four is in Houston. So Shaka Smart going back to Houston, twelve years later potentially, but obviously not with VCU, but with Marquette. Um, I think Houston, and then I got UCLA.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Yes, yeah, so I, I think I had UCLA beating Gonzaga.
2: In the regional final, so yeah, I, I put Gonzaga because I know they always got to have a Duke style type of team in there. UCLA is fan favorite, but I don't know. Like, I think remember last year UCLA UCLA was kind of soft to me. You know what I mean? It's like a lot of games they should have lost. They should have lost to Kent State last year, and they cheated. You know, I, I said, see, this is why I don't watch watch. You know, it's one of those games that you really not watching like on an off channel. Yeah. And I said, the rest ought to be ashamed of themselves, man. It was horrible. Anyway, my bad.
0: But if we get a Gonzaga and UCLA, it better it, it better match the one that they played two years ago. Because that might argue one probably one of the greatest games, at least in the 2020s. Mm hmm. Well, no, was it? Yeah, that was in 2021. You know how the years you think? Because I forgot they didn't have a tournament in 2020. So. Right. So, yeah, that was 2021 tournament. Yep. All right. So, <clears throat> yeah, I know, right? That's so crazy. crazy to think. Three years ago, that was the predicament. Right. Oh, I'm glad them days over with. <laughs> <laughs> so, and this is funny. Well, so Vince Young, um, it was reported, you know, obviously, um, it was a report that Vince, Vince Young was going through like um like a um, what can I how can I describe it more so like a bankruptcy. So one of the items that they noticed in his budget that he would spend five thousand dollars a month at the cheesecake factory. Yeah, it ain't even right. That good. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I had so, to be the atmosphere. So I had to think to myself, okay, hmm. Which restaurant would you spend $5,000 a month on? Matter of fact, let me change this graphic. Let me... But yeah, five. He, that man spent $5,000 a month.
1: Yeah, see, I don't get how his cheesecake. I mean, I could get how his cheesecake factory because you know they give you the whole textbook that's like twenty pages long. So I can see that. Yeah. But if it was good yeah. quality. It's not good quality food, you know. Like even the cheesecake at yeah. Cheesecake Factory sucks <laughs>
0: now. Yeah, I can. I, like you said, I can. I can see why he spent five k because of the extensive menu, and I'd be like, I'd be like, dang, like it's is like a textbook.
1: The the (laughs) kitchen don't even be knowing they have them dishes sometimes. They get the receipt, like,
0: the hell is this?
2: I've never, um, I've never eaten there,
1: you know. Maybe like 10 years ago, I would have said, Hey, try it out once in a while, but
0: lately it's
2: it's different now.
0: Yeah, it's a little, yeah. I've I've been a few times, but like you said, I can see because they just got so many different options. The thing about if you include a cheesecake as well, where, like, yeah, I, I, and, then, and, and if you're bringing a multitude of people, but a month,
1: yeah, a month is that's that's that's, that's more excessive. than a mortgage payment, you know, right?
2: <laughs> so, so there's no place that you can see yourself spending five thousand dollars.
0: I, yeah, mean, we'll no, no yeah, I mean, no place. Yeah.
1: Realistically, no place I could see it. But if I had to, you forced me to pick one spot. Mm-hmm. I'm a simple man. I'm from Jersey, as you fellas know. For we'll sure. in this corner, uh, North Jersey. So I'm basically okay. 10 minutes across from New York, right across the okay. bridge. I got you. Give me something simple. You know, give me the good fellas. Put me in a nice Italian restaurant (laughs) where they have just as many options, but you know the food's good. I want my casino clams. I want my garlic bread, mozzarella sticks, you name it. Great wine. Whatever, exactly. A good glass of wine, you know, nice steak if I wanted one day, or a nice pasta dish the next. I have just as many options, but at least I know the food's gonna be good. And like you said about Cheesecake Factory, an Italian restaurant. Where I'm not talking about Olive Garden or Maggiano's. I'm not talking corporate. I'm talking about a Nice Mom and Pop Shop. That ambience is already there. So I'm oh, yeah. good. Get me Nona in the back, making some fresh bread and that sauce. I'm good. I could spend 5000 easy there.
0: Mm-hmm. What you got, Maui? Oh, you
2: already know. <laughs> exactly <laughs> where I can spend. You already know. m Magic City. I I could see all the 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 was what it? what's your man's name? Lemon Pepper. Oh, what, what's the will, one? Lil 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 will. Pepper Wings? If you yeah. asked the question and I was watching something and I think I was watching another uh part another pod and Jermaine Dupree was on there and it was Pac-Man and all these dudes and they were just talking about Atlanta back in the day and how how that culture a lot of times it ain't about the atmosphere; they be going for the food, you know. So when I asked that question, I was like, "Uh, yeah, a month, two? Oh, I could easily see that." But if I'm gonna be honest, I'm right now in my life, I'm a sucker for a boiled bay bag. I ain't even gonna lie to you, man. Mm-hmm. With the with, with the with the shrimp, the the the, the potatoes. Corn the best and the, the the legs and the, the 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 damn sauce. I'm not even gonna lie to you, man. They're addictive, <laughs> you know. Especially if you go to a place that you know it's everything is fresh, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean.
1: That's the key word. Everything gotta be fresh. Yeah, fresh. You know? Everything That's gotta be fresh. Five thousand. I don't want nothing frozen or nothing like that.
2: Yeah, like you know, and and you know, place down here, man. Like you know, we it's they're popping up everywhere, but there's one place down here that it's really showing that, you know, we putting a lot into our stuff and man, let me tell you. And if you, they, so do you want to make your own bag? I've never done this before, but of course, next thing you know, it's four, 500 hours.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: like, well, you said how much it costs with, with, with the shrimp and with the head. Oh, I'm sorry, but yeah, I could easily <laughs> see myself doing that.
0: I think if if it was like when it comes to a chain restaurant,
1: mm-hmm. it
0: might be like a Genghis Grill where you got like a like a hibachi style where right. I think I I can do it if it's a chain restaurant where people can identify. It. But like it's a it's a um, I think a spot that I really would like is probably be it's it's, it's not a, it's not a national chain but it's a chain here in Virginia, the Boathouse. I think I would spend some money. Yeah, for the house I think I definitely. would just for the aviance, like you said, the five k. It won't be me solely buying. You know me. You know, I obviously, I'll probably be taking people with me. We'll be buying up, you know, you know, fifty dollar codfish plates. You know, all kind of different type of stuff. We got the oh, aviance bottle water. Own, yeah, so oh. that would probably be the spot I would if I could see myself spending five k because. I, I mean, trust me. You could dine for three. I, I've dined for three, and it was like one hundred and fifty dollars. So, and that's it, and then that was easy. And that's it, and then it, we were getting basic stuff. Just imagine if we were, you know, having some wine. We had some, you know, some, you know, some appetizers or like a dessert or what you know, what have you, and then just aviance. like, I can see myself, right. thinking, you know, what? Just hey, come on, guys. Okay. Five thousand dollars tonight, you know? Right. So can so, be a five thousand dollars, uh-huh.
2: so if you really pay attention, we talking about Vince Young, right? Yeah. So do you think that he was doing that now or back in the day?
0: Oh no, back in the day. This is when he was playing for the Right.
2: Time. So oh, yeah, I don't wait, mean boy. to be rude. Back in the day, Cheesecake Factory was like like You're right.
0: You're right. Yeah. This Back is not when it. he was Yeah. Very,
2: yeah. I yeah. It was now, I thought it was now. No, 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 now. no, 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 no. Yeah. Like, that, that's why I said I hadn't been there, but I remember it was popping up, and it was like, it was really like a big thing to go to the cheesecake. Like, I remember, I deliver, yeah, nah, nah, I remember I, delivering wine there, and everybody was putting it on a very, very high scale. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it used to be good, you know. Yeah. But you know, yeah. I know it looked like steak, you know, with steak and shake now, but, you know. <laughs>
0: But, yeah, they they legit, yo, know? Yeah, I mean, back in the day, yeah, they were. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember that, because that's when, you know, that's when because, yeah, because that used to be, like, what you deemed at that time was, like, fine dining.
2: Right. I delivered wine, man. So I remember, like, Valentine's Day, and it was, like, a big thing. Girl, he took me to Cheesecake Factory. I had the Gigante. <laughs> right. 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 Nowadays,
0: you know they just, like, mm, that's basic.
2: Right, you take. You know what I mean. Game. You know, so when they start saying, "I got you know three meals for twenty two dollars," like you know three for sorry,
0: yeah, but it's crazy. But yeah, I yes, yeah, but yeah, this is interesting that he Was spend that kind of money. That is very interesting to say the least. So yeah, so fellas, we go around the horn. Who gets this week's game ball? I'm going to go to first bars. it pretty much is a shout out to anybody in the world of sports. You know,
1: You know, man, you could call me a homer. You could call me vice. You could call me just being a fanatic. I <laughs> I got to give it to Joe Shane just with the moves he's made so far. Yeah. I didn't think we had that many options to make moves. I thought this was going to be more of a uh, – Rebuild through the draft and just sign our guys and make sure we get our base going. He's making moves out here to continue being a competitive team. So, shout out to Joe Shane for the moves he's making, whether it's trade, uh free agent signing. And he's not even done yet, from what I'm hearing. So, uh fingers crossed. Game ball to him this week.
0: Yeah. All right, who you got, Maui?
2: I'm gonna do a little different, man. Um, you know, usually we give it to somebody winning, blah blah blah. I'm gonna give it to Michael Irvin, man. I'm gonna give him the game ball and send him some like prayers. I don't know what happened, but when I when I was looking at everything today, it seemed like he got a really really raw um situation. So I'm gonna give him the game ball, man. Hopefully everything can um work itself out.
0: Yeah, that's I that 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 story. It really affected me. It really made me upset. It really it yeah. to this day it makes me upset. And, I hate what's
2: going on with that situation. And that's the thing. <laughs> I'm so happy and living colors not around. You know what I mean? Because when they his lawyer was like putting everything out there, talking to the press. I'm looking at Michael Irvin, and they was like, "Do you want to speak?" And then he's talking like he's playing football. And and I try not to, you know what I mean? Like Michael, yeah. this is serious, man. Like you need to speak like a. And he was trying to, but he just kept talking football. Like, you know, I know I'm from Dallas. We have this saying and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, like, this is not a game. This We don't need to be seeing Michael Irvin, the receiver. We need, it's like, if that was Deion Sanders, you know, we would call him prime. But right now we need to see Deion Sanders because this is serious, man. Like, you're losing a lot of money, you know what I'm saying, and you're a target. So I just want to give him the game ball, man, because I don't see I don't see too many people even talking about it like they should be, you know what I mean, and maybe that's the best thing for him I think he's not getting a lot of headlines.
0: I have a theory about that, but we'll keep it offline because I, I have a relationship with this with this particular entity, so we we'll keep it on, We'll keep it offline, okay? Okay. We'll talk about that. Okay. But you know, <laughs> so yeah, I, that I, I I hate what's going on in that situation. I like I got so much to say about it, but I, I'll say it offline, but. I'll give it that way, but uh, i got to give a huge shout out to uh, the John Marshall uh, for winning the state championship uh, by the final score of 91 to 34 versus Radford. Definitely um, huge shout out to Coach Coach White, and then our, our your former uh, classmate, Coach Blackwell, assistant coach there, so yeah. huge <laughs> shout out to John Marshall. Um, mm-hmm. a great win, obviously great to be in attendance, to, to catch those boys, and Always a great time to catch state championship games at the seagulls and I always feel like a reunion of sort to catch people that have, you know, as far as, you know, just all around town and seeing people. So, yeah, it was great, great atmosphere, even though the game was a dud. But definitely you shout out to John Marshall. And um, they'll be playing, in I think, in a national tournament. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they're doing. But, yeah, man, uh, shout out to them boys on Old Brook Road, you know. so
2: Hey, I don't know. know if you know. But is one of the dudes from John Marshall do he play on swagger?
0: Yes, yes, number 23. That's,
2: yep. Yeah, that's crazy. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I've been yep. telling, like, they've been shooting that show here. If they get a third season, I'm telling everybody I know whose son played some looked like a basketball player. I'm like, Y'all need to try out. Maybe y'all can give me like an extra. That right. messed me up when I, saw, I said, Oh, that's the
0: Puerto Rican kid from um yeah, from Swagger. From yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, beast. yeah, lost. Yeah. yeah, John Marshall, yeah. That's that that team is stacked, man. It's them boys, yeah. I like it's crazy. They got a freshman. That dude, he's like he D1 ready.
2: I got a like, guy I watched on yeah. the RB podcast, and he's a producer mm-hmm. from Richmond. And the way he started his uh, I'ma send it to you. The way he started the podcast off, he was saying, because he's older, how Bubba was such a legend. And he was like, I saw him play and I wanted to be. Bubba, which he's talking about, Allen Iverson, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And he was like, So I end up playing for John Marshall, and you know, anyway, eventually he got into music, you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 a legendary school, man. They really should do like yeah. a documentary or something for it.
0: Yeah, man, they they are the uh the Holland Springs of basketball, to say the least. So here, here we go, bars. Yeah. Here we go. But um, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Welcome um to yes Thanks. <laughs> and uh any final thoughts before we head on out fellas what you guys got
1: Uh, um, my final thoughts man thanks for having me guys uh it's great man. to be back on a pod and just you know there's a lot going on so it was great to get my thoughts out there uh for anybody listening keep an eye open for bunch of bruises we're making a return don't know when yeah. uh started a new job but everything's uh we're finally right. settled, so we're hoping right. to get back into the business. Uh, thanks for having me again, man.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Same here, man. Like, I've been saying it for years that I'm going to get back into the game and move forward and have more. Y'all Only if y'all know the process I do just so I can be on you experts' level. You understand? <laughs> Only if you guys knew. You were give me so much respect. But, man, you know, my old co-host, she got us four mics. She got us two laptops. You know what I mean? And she really, you know, and I got this house, so I got the room. So, like, man, I'm going to really try to get back out there. You know what I mean? So, same with you, man. Same with you, Bars. Like, yeah, try to, try to do more, Um, get my thing going, too, you know? But go. I'm so happy to be back on here, man. It's been so much stuff getting in the way, fellas. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, then, you know, it's a pleasure, man, to be back on here, man.
0: Yeah, you know, so... Yeah, back at it on a Wednesday. Uh, took a break last week because I don't know, the combat just drained me. So i like, you know what? I need to just take a break this week just at the work, just went to sleep every day for like four or five days. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that combat, drained, drained me this year for some bizarre reason. But yeah, so um, yeah, man. Once again, another great show. Um, So yeah, like I said, bars, you know, you know, y'all always got to sit on the couch. So if you want to Come through, just let me know.
1: Appreciate it, fellas. Uh, you know, like I said, no place I'd rather make my return. Hey,
2: hey bars, I grew up in Jersey, man. I stayed in Jersey for a hot second.
1: I had a I had a I
2: had a paper route to Sandy Hook. My yeah. dad was stationed at Fort Mammoth between Asbury Park and Red Bank. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you
1: <laughs> should have never left. Jersey changed ever since. I know. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so for the Couch Coach Live podcast, I'll uh, follow the podcast anywhere you get your podcast: Apple, Spotify, with their social media, Couch Coach Live. Pretty much um, anywhere: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Um, wow, TikTok still here. You know, Joseph yeah. is trying to Joseph is trying to um, kill our shine on TikTok, but it is what it is. But we're still on TikTok, so you know, follow us on TikTok as well. Uh, the website CouchCoachLive.com. Yeah, we, we got some you know some stuff on the horizon, and <clears throat> just be on the lookout for that. And man, this has been this week's couch coach live. We'll catch you guys next week, and we're out. Welcome.